0: And so may the words in my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts be acceptable to you, God, our Rock and our Redeemer. Amen. When I was a lad, uh, some 40 years ago now, I was a regular for home games at the Molyneux. Some of you may have taken sharp intakes of breath that it wasn't at the Hawthorns or uh, another ground, but my hometown was Wolverhampton and so I supported the Wolves at that time. And I love going on a Saturday the atmosphere. It was a time when things were getting a bit rough in football and there was starting to be some violence but at the Molyneux on the South Bank I always felt quite safe and I always enjoyed the the chants and the songs. One that really sticks in my mind and don't worry it's not rude. The one that sticks in my mind is you only sing when you're winning. You only sing when you're winning. And it was true. When Wolves had scored a goal, as they always did, clearly, the other teams uh, in the away end, they would always fall silent. And vice versa, actually. If the away team scored, then Wolves often fell silent. Why am I telling you this? Well, that reading from Joel begins with blowing the trumpet. The context of that is that There is a mass plague of locusts that has eaten Israel out of home. Nothing is left. God and Joel are telling people that they need to blow the trumpet. They need to announce from Jerusalem, from Sion, that they are sorry for all the things they have done wrong. The the Old Testament, the Hebrew scriptures, have very little silence in them actually. When we hear silence, it's often after destruction. It's often when they've failed, when they've lost, and then things fall silent. It's often compared to like going to death and the death that brings silence. That silence resonates and brings a feeling of doom and gloom in the Old Testament. It's a sense of vulnerability And so we have this real contrast with the reading from Matthew, where Jesus is saying that those who blow their trumpets are hypocritical. That must have been very difficult for the people to hear. When their normal tradition was to make noise, to be vocal, to be loud, Jesus is saying, no, do things in secret, do things quietly. The essence of all of this is communication, communication with God. And as we move into Lent, as Simon read that opening passage, Lent is all about our repentance. It's all about us emptying of ourselves, of of those things we regret and being able to make a fresh start after the resurrection of Christ, that, that day of hope and new life, as we enter these days of repentance, these days of of self-discovery really, these days are about our communication. They're days of quietness, particularly in lockdown, days of reflection. They're days that we need to cherish as we move forwards. Now for many of us that's very difficult. I struggle with silence Even though I'm not an extrovert, I'm still quite noisy, really. And to be sitting silent, not to have noise around me, I find really difficult, really challenging. And as I I know many other people do too. But actually, that's what Jesus, in essence, is calling us to do. To take that time to listen. To listen to God. In all of our troubles... In all of our woes, the thing we need to do is listen. We need to listen to God. We need to listen to ourselves and to one another. Many years ago, I was a governor at a school where we had a very troublesome young lad. He was very noisy, very disruptive. And we had a team come in to to try and support the staff and support the child. And the lead of the team, I'm not sure what his profession was, but he came to report to the head teacher and to the governors about how we might go forwards. And he said, It's quite simple. What that child needs is a damn good listening to. That's what we need a good listening to. The readings today about communication loud in the Old Testament, quiet and secretive in the New Testament, in the teachings of Jesus. We need to heed that. We need to take that time, time to listen to our own hearts, time to listen to what God has to say to us through our thoughts, through our actions. We need to listen to what those around us have to say. We need to meditate on the Word of God, on the Scriptures, And we're giving an opportunity for that with our our Bible series, our reading series, this Lent. A chance to discuss and to listen. A chance to reflect. And see what that means in our own personal lives. What does it mean for us in our calling? And so as we enter Lent, we enter this time of self-discovery. Let's cherish it and relish it. Let's go forwards, listening and changing. The words I first used as an opening prayer from Psalm 19, they really capture the whole essence of it. May the words of my mouth, the meditations of our hearts, be acceptable to you, our God, our rock and our redeemer. Amen.